front. Godiva Rock's running on pretty well, but Miracles of Life is two to three lengths in front of Godiva Rock, and then Gregors, and back behind them, fast and rocking, but Miracles of Life, Miracles of Life scores the fairy tale win. Second, fast and rocking. Never forget that day um, for many reasons. Obviously, we're all cheering for Lawrence Tiakovic and Dan Clark and the whole story around Miracles of Life winning that diamond. And, of course, we were only there uh, a couple of days prior with Ambassador Travel and we got to go in the stables, we got to meet Dan, we got to meet Laura, and it was just everyone that, that went on that trip would just remember that race so, so very well. And she ended up winning $1.5 million and eight from 17. But Lawrence Diakovich is joining us because uh, we haven't spoken for some time, but she's also a key, according to Shane Oxlade, riding this horse, a ripper that runs his favourite as Caulfield today. And uh, Lawrence Diakovich is joining us. How are you, Lauren? Good, thank you, Steve. How are you? Good, thank you. I just watched that again. That was a 10 out of 10 ride. Just take yeah. us through it that day. She, you sat a three the fence, didn't you? Yeah, yep. Um, it worked out quite well. She just travelled, jumped well, travelled, um, and then, yeah, it opened up nicely for her. But I think um, she was travelling so well, she could have got out anyway. And, um, yeah, just it, it just, yeah, worked out perfect. Yeah, it was Couldn't a faultless ride, particularly under pressure. Were you feeling the pressure that day going into it, riding the short price favourite? Surprisingly not. Um, I was really, I was very cool and calm the whole way through the process of getting to the Blue Diamond, but I don't know if that was just because I just had so much confidence in her or or what, but um, no, it was, yeah, it was it was good, just, yeah, felt Try, try and describe what it was like when you were coming back to scale. The crowd was going off. Your dad was was uh, <laughs> a mess with crying and so on. <laughs> yeah, coming back to scale was probably the first time I got a bit emotional and it all hit me what, it, what we'd kind of achieved. Um, and when I got back into the mounting yard, I broke down a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it was very cool, just everyone cheering for us. Probably never thought I'd be in a position for that to happen. Um yeah, it was a very surreal kind of feeling. Yeah, just a wonderful day. And as I said, we'll always remember it. You haven't ridden since 2017. You actually rode a winner the last meeting you rode at called Just Wally at Strath all those years ago. So what happened yeah. subsequent to that, Lauren? Oh, look, I probably went into that race day thinking that I at least needed a break. Um, I hadn't told anybody that was my plan. I just went about my business. Um, but I had been struggling with my weight. Um, and yeah, it was just getting the better of me a little bit. Um, so yeah, I kind of went into that race day thinking, um, I would at least have a bit of a break afterwards, but unfortunately, uh, I had, yeah, we had the break, but my weight never really came back to what I wanted it to be. Um, and yeah, that was the end of that. Well, it's great to know that you're still involved. So what other, other things did you do besides being a pride of working for Shane and Cassie with the horses and riding work again? Uh, well, pretty much since I finished riding races, I haven't stopped riding work. I did have a little break in 2019 because I had a fall and fractured, um, a vertebrae in my neck. Um, but pretty much since I, yeah, finished race riding, I was lucky enough to, uh, get a job uh, at uh, it's called Horsemed SA Hills Equine Clinic. It's a vet clinic in Achunga, um, not far from where I live. And uh, they were they had just linked up with the Morfittville Vet Clinic, so they were needing more staff. Um, and yeah, I just happened to get that opportunity and 
uh, yeah, I was lucky they took me on, not really knowing anything but riding horses, and I've been there ever since. So, I reckon um, most horse trainers then, that being the case, would love to have you around given you can ride horses' work and you can also know how they feel and <laughs> maybe do a bit of work on them or diagnose things that it might be wrong with them. Yeah, well, sometimes I think I might give my opinion too much, but, um, uh, yeah, I do try to help with that kind of stuff uh, if I can. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I just go to Strath every morning. My partner's got one horse in work. Um, so I do him and then I ride, uh, you know, four or five for Shane and then go home, feed up and go to work at the vet until 5.30, Monday to Friday. And what's your partner's name? Uh, he's Montgomery. So he's actually the assistant starter here in SA now. Um, and yeah, we've just got one in work. Uh, he's just in the jump outs at the moment, so... See how he goes. Well, as I said, I spoke to Shane Oxlade about Sharipper on Thursday morning. He couldn't speak highly enough of you with this horse because he's not, he's a bit of a character. Tell us a bit about him, Sharipper. Yeah, so uh, I've heard a bit now lately that it can be a bit of a long road trait, but uh, he's quite opinionative. He's um, a bit bossy, uh, doesn't really like being told too much what to do. I think he thinks he's pretty well got it sussed and um, he just needs me to go out with him because he's not allowed out on the track by himself, you know. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, if I tell him too many things, if I, you know, if he's doing something and I'm like, no, don't do that, he uh, he puts his ears back at me and he proper tells me, you're like, you know, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> but yeah, he's quite quite the character. Not uh, not a huge fan of other horses. Uh, likes you know likes to have me around to. I take him for a grass pick and I give him treats every morning. But yeah, Shane mentioned uh, that carrots and some other thing he mentioned. Yeah, there's um, these treats that Highgain make called smoochies. Smoochies. So when he uh, said that, I thought, what's that? Goodness gracious! Yeah, man. it's it's like this little love heart shaped biscuit-looking thing, and all of Shane's horses now eat them because I take a packet in every morning. Um, uh, Q-Man is the real lover of carrots. Um, well, he's flying. Yeah, he's going super. But, um, but yeah, as, uh, Frankie or Sharipa, as far as cuddle, you know, giving him cuddles or anything, he's not really a cuddly horse. He just, you know, he's just his own, he's really his own person. Sounds like a few humans we know, Lauren. <laughs> yeah. So he's taken to the smoochies. What other things have you, you said to Shane about gear? Because we know he can hang sometimes. I know he's got a crossover and they've tweaked a few things along the way with him. What have you suggested they do with him? Along yeah, the well, last prep, um, he when he was younger, he wasn't so strong in his work. He was pretty chill and he just wore a snaffle and he's fine. But last prep, he got quite strong in his work and then that was kind of going into race day like he would... Jump doesn't always jump the best, but once he got running, like he, he was very hard to bring back. Um, so this prep, we I've been working him in a different bit, and we've added the nose band because I noticed he did open his mouth a little bit when he got pulling, and he was quite hard to bring back with his mouth open. Um, and then right from the start of this prep, I just made sure in his work that he was working underneath me and really listening. Um, and that seems to have worked um, in his races. He's a lot more respectful with that crossover on. Um, he's still been racing in his straight bit 
for hanging. Um, he does have that tendency to want to get in a bit at, at late. Uh, I, I think that has just become one of his little traits and a bit of a habit that we, I guess, keep working on. Um, he doesn't do it really in his work anymore, but he just still that last bit of a race is doing it. But it's probably not, not as uncontrollable as it ca- as it had been in the past. It's a great name, isn't it? A lot of people just think, oh, obviously this horse is a ripper. Let's call it Sharipa. Yeah, but Mr. Sharipa yeah. actually owns the horse of the Sharipa family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good name, but yeah, yeah it's it kind of like yeah, for people who don't know the owners, it is just like yeah. He's a ripper. Yeah. And ripped <laughs> home in fast time last start as well, sectionally. Uh, I know Kayla popped him into a lovely spot, went out one back, but sectionally, best of the day, clearly, 32.80 he ran home there. Yeah, I think the next, like, best time was 33 or yeah. something. Like, um, he, uh, and the the thing with him is he uh, actually is doing it quite easily. Um, he has got a massive stride on him. Um but, yeah, he's kind of just coasting. Um, does like to pin his ears back right at the end, but I think that's just his attitude shining through. Um, but, yeah, he's uh, he is, yeah, a magnificent horse to ride. All right. Well, as I said, Shane thinks the world of you and uh, could just keep doing what you're doing. Don't change it. And I want to send me a bag of those smoochies. Can humans consume them? Um, well, look, I don't know. Like the, all the horses like and the dogs like them. I tried them. I didn't think they were that good. So because um, <laughs> I thought what was all the fuss about. But, yeah, they actually don't taste that good to me. Yeah. <laughs> Love to hear your voice again, Lauren. As I said, we got to meet you in person years ago and everyone fell in love with you at the time. And I'm just going to pick up that post-race interview. But thanks for joining us and good luck with Sharipa today at Caulfield Race 5.11. Thank you. Thanks, Steve.